Galair, and welcome to the Loaf of Bread GA podcast, slicing into the GA of the past, present, and future. Join me, Jason Keelan, as we cut into the largest loaf of bread known to mankind. On slice 17 this week, I have the crack with two stars of Loch Eel and Antrim Camogie in Emer Boyle and Christine Laverty. We chat everything from winning seven in a row, Christine's red card against Ballycastle, the toughest opponents they've faced, and answering the ultimate question. How good can Roshi McCormick play after eating curry chips the night before a game? This and much more with the two legends. But first, as is tradition on the podcast, let's take a quick trip through the girls' home of Loch Eel and through County Antrim. Bon Sultas. With pen and pad it makes me glad as I write this verse or two About our native district that's one place in a few it is a real-life fairyland and has so much appeal. No wonder that they call it our lovely sweet Lochgeel. Tarbert's finest poet, Tommaso Dowd, reading Our Lovely Sweet Lochgeel by Thomas Kinney. This week our journey takes us from Katie Heffernan's home of Turin in County Westmeath, up north across the provinces and to the beauty of County Antrim. Lochgeel, or Lochwilla, as it has historically been called, is a village of about 450 people or so in the north of County Antrim, near to the famous Glens of Antrim. The Glens, as they are locally known, is one of Ireland's most amazing natural beauty sources, located around the areas of Ballycastle, Cushenden, Cushendall and Glenarm, among others. These nine valleys, or ten depending on whether Glen Ravel counts in the eyes of the locals, not only provide a major tourist attraction, but also provide a huge source of Ireland's Neolithic times particularly at the famous Madman's Window. Indeed, those of a rugby persuasion may be familiar with the mention of the Glens in the mostly unsung second verse of the famous Ireland's Call, which is used at the Home Rugby Internationals. The song was used from 95 onwards as a way of trying to bridge the major divide between religious beliefs in the North and in the South during the Troubles period. Lochwilla itself means the narrow lake. The Cronog, which sits in the lake, was once a pre-execution jail for prisoners in the area before they met their fate at Tullochnacriha or Gallows Hill nearby. The castle at the lake, Lysanor, was a central location for many Earls of Ulster and Sentials of Ulster. Having visited County Meath on a few occasions on Loaf 1 of the podcast, the area of Sentialstown has come up before. For those who may not have known, a Sential was a steward or a high-ranking person in the past. Indeed, Lysanor Castle was home to the Ulster Sentials in the 14th century and beyond. In modern times, the area was used as a training base during World War II for the D-Day landings by American soldiers, and also as a prisoner of war or POW camp for interned Germans who were captured, often from the submarines. Today, the area is run by the Mackey family, as a farm and tree plantation, among other things. Nearby, Schlievenora Mountain provides wonderful views into County Derry on one side, and the islands of western Scotland on the other. Coming into Loch Eel itself, the Pound is the local pub for many and has been a traditional location for the quarterly fairs that used to take place. The name of the pub itself comes from the fact that many loose cattle were often impounded here. Tradition continues where the keeper of the Pound would break a stick, known as a tally stick. Part of the stick was kept, and the other part was given to the person who saved the livestock. The owner would then have to agree a release fee, and when all parties were satisfied, the keeper would match the two broken stick pieces together as a contract. As for the GA side of things, Lochiel Shamrocks was founded off the back of a history of the game in the area. 
around the 1830s, hurling is mentioned as a game essentially played by the Catholic community. In the early 20th century, it was people like Dan Dempsey, John and James McAleese, and Edward McCormack who organised the early games against nearby sides like Cushenden, Carey and Dalrieda. Most were played on the local fields in the area, ironically all surrounding the current club home of Father Healy Memorial Park. Teams at the time were 17 aside, with the points post being to the side of the goals, much like a modern day AFL game. In 1915, Lockheel Shamrocks came to be with the work done by Eddie and Harry Connolly among others. The club's opening successes were in 1919 and 1920 when they won the North Antrim League. 1920 also saw the club win the county title. In the coming years, the team would continue to be successful, barring one year when they did not travel to the North Antrim final after the death of a mother of three of the players. By the mid-1920s, local priest Father John Healy was one of the club's main followers and members. The game had gone from 17 aside to 13 aside and then to the traditional 15 aside. Father Healy was born a stone's throw from the current pitch today. After his passing, the club began the process of attempting to secure permanent playing areas and on the 25th of May 1955, Father Healy Memorial Park officially opened. It wasn't plain sailing to that point though. The farm purchased from local woman Bridget McAleese still needed huge work to get it ready for playing. But in true GEA style, the community rallied and everything was put in place through sheer determination and volunteerism. And like many, this volunteerism continued through the coming decades with dressing rooms and other facilities being installed and some serious fundraising efforts going on behind the scenes. But as the saying goes, you reap what you sow. And the 1960s saw the start of a hugely successful period for the club. The title in 63 was followed by a three in a row from 66 to 68. The 1970 and 71 titles would also come their way. In 82, the club's senior hurlers and minors completed a double for the first time. But things didn't stop there, and the following year, 1983, an Ulster Championship success led to the chance to take on Tip and Munster champions Mykarki Boris. Incredibly, despite a terrible start, Lockheel stunned the favourites by 2-7 to 1-6. The other semi-final between Offaly champion St Rhinus and Kiltormer of Galway had its own dispute going on in the background, but eventually when Lockheel found out, they travelled to Crow Park to take on the men from the faithful. A tense game finished level, but there was no doubting the determination of the Saffron County men, and they took the replay by a small margin of 2-12 to 1-12. Incredibly, they remained the only Ulster winners ever of the title. Among those names on the score sheet that day you will see the name Laverty appear, a relative of Christine's. Lockheel would repeat the feat in 2012, defeating another Offaly side in Coolderry by 4-13 to 17 points. Incredibly, 3-7 of that score was notched by forward Liam Watson on the day. On the Camogie side, the ladies of Lockheel have a role of honours that many a club would give their left arm for. Their first senior title came in 1947, and the club has continued the tradition of winning titles in every single decade since. Added to that are titles in Failure Division 1, County titles at junior, intermediate, minor, and more than 20 titles at under 16 level, but to name a few. The rise of Camogie in the county is certainly down to the likes of the Lockheed ladies. In September 2020, Lockheed showed their continued dominance with an incredible seventh title in a row against Ballycastle. They had nine points to spare in the end. Standing between the sticks that day was one Hemer Boyle, and up the other end at full forward was one Christine Laverty. 
Emer would have kept a clean sheet too, except for the late consolation score by Ballycastle forward Nuala Devlin, when the others around her appeared to have switched off with the game in the bag. But it certainly is onwards and upwards for the ladies in Lockheel. And so with that, let's meet the two poor souls who got roped into slice 17. Lockheel's goalkeeper Emer Boyle and forward Christine Laverty. Hello, how are you? Hello. Hello. Hey, well. <laughs> Not too bad, how are you? Not too bad. <laughs> good, good. So, sorry, I'm just trying to make this full screen. Ah, there we go. Hang on it. Stupid Zoom. How are we, how... <laughs> we should all be experts at it by now. <laughs> yeah, you'd think, uh, you'd think being out of the kids all day long would, uh, would help. Oh, there we go, yeah. <laughs> how's, uh, how's all up in... Uh, I probably pronounced it wrong because I had the... I had had some of the girls on last week, and they were for all for all the world to me. They were from Crosserloch, but I got told straight away it was <laughs> Crosserloch. So I went right. So, and uh, so I, I better make sure I'm uh, Lochiel. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, Lochiel, that's right. yeah. yeah like I've I've been up there loads of times. Like I've I've driven past it and through it many many times, but um. Yeah, I've never actually bothered to stop and pronounce it, I suppose. So it's not a very big place. Yeah, I know, yeah. No, we did we did go up the north a bit all right. And uh, I used to have family up in uh, in Whitehead, uh, the far side of um Belfast. So we used to go yeah. yeah, I've been up your way a few times. I've gone to the dark hedges a few times, been a big uh, Game of Thrones fan oh, as well. Yeah. So uh, uh yeah, that's that's literally up right there. That's literally all I found, to be honest. There's the <laughs> watching the whole lot. <laughs> no, fails and fails. You drive through Lockheed and there's about, yeah, yeah. New Olympics and then that's about the height of it. Yeah, that, that looked like it was a bit. Yeah, um, yeah look, uh, th- thanks so much for coming on. Look, yeah, the uh, the kind of question I start with everybody uh, was Christine, I suppose I'll ask you first uh, who were your main GEA influences growing up at home or outside? Uh, Probably, um, I would say it would be more fa- my family. Um, from no age, you were out, you know, running about with a stick in your hand, tapping about and stuff. Um, probably the biggest one would have been my daddy. Um, I originally lived in Ballycastle um, only for maybe four or five years. Um, that's where he's from. Um, but I remember him coming in and, you know, um, on Sunday morning be like, right, grab your helmet, you're sick, you know, we're, uh, I'm going to take you to camogie training up in Lafayette, so then we, we'd be on up the road to, to training, I was clean buzzing, <laughs> um, but no, like, uh, from, it would all kind of be from home, and then I've obviously, um, I have three sisters, two of them are on the senior team mm. along with me, um, so it's all, you know, very family orientated, and it, it's, it's all, it's all um, within, within the family, we're all, you know, big players and yeah <laughs> yeah I, I know when I was looking at the yeah. I, I'm fairly familiar anyway with um plenty of the names up there but yeah when I saw so many Laverties it was like is it you must be related first of all is what I thought and then I went oh is it is it fun playing on the same team or is it when you know if you get beaten you come home and start you know knocking lumps out of each other blaming each other or um no we're not really like that um I suppose if we get beat, um, everybody kind of just everybody deals with it quite differently. And um, he, uh, here she'd be the, the next um, in age to me. Mm. She's uh, four years younger than me. She 
she she deals with it completely differently to Orla. She's been six years younger than me. Orla would take it very, very to heart and very personal. So you don't really go near her <laughs> um, whenever there's anything goes wrong. <sighs> um, but everybody deals with it differently. But it's you see, he went in alongside them. It's 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 class. There's no feeling like it. Yeah. Um, and this year was the first year that all three of us were playing in the um, county final. And just to have all of us there... Um, and this year, I suppose, for the county final, it was um, a bit tougher. And um, some years, you know, it's it's not been as tough, and it's been um, easy enough for us. I think you could maybe say, but um, yeah. each year's been getting tougher, and this year especially. And um, it was great to have them two alongside me. And um, and then I have another sister. She's she's pushing there too. I think two <laughs> three years down the line, she'll be she'll be there as well. But I've been told that I'm not allowed to quit until all four of us are. On oh, that yeah. team. <laughs> oh, you know, you couldn't, so geez, you couldn't leave. Yeah, you definitely couldn't leave. Yeah, yeah, proper, proper family affair. Yeah, that's uh, that's deadly. Emer, what are you? I know. Emer, who's your? Oh yeah. yeah. We'd be, we'd be family as well. Yeah. Houses all revolved around the club. Like, mum washes the jerseys, dad <laughs> on the committee does the gates. The brother plays, the sister plays. It's kind of every everything's about the GAA in this house, really. Yeah. Um, then the club's always been so big as well like what we we went through primary school with the club <clears> losing <throat> championship finals the hurlers they'd also the six in a row mm. um and then in 2010 they won the first one um oh like it was great we would have been about what 12 at the time christine um mm-hmm. oh like we were we were kind of like at that age where you were just <laughs> taking it all in it was amazing and i was even on to have like a lot of good seasons after that with the all ireland and all as well um, so yeah, it's just kind of where we're at. It's all the yeah. house is just all about the club. Yeah. Were you uh, speaking of primary school? Are you St. Patrick's or St. Anne's? Oh, we, we were St. Patrick's. We were, we were the good St. ones. Patrick, yeah. ah, that's okay. That's good. Yeah. No, I, 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 I my, my school, my school, I teach in is St. Patrick's in Dublin as well. So yeah, I was just wondering which, uh, which you were. Yeah, I presume, yeah. I presume they're the better school. No offense to St. Anne's if they're listening, but I presume St. Patrick's are better. Yeah. Oh well, well we're gonna guys. say that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you know the choices of us, yeah, you're gonna say that, yeah. Yeah. What did um I suppose for maybe some people who listen maybe don't know too much about the club, it's still the men's side is still the only one that has ever won an all Ireland senior hurling club title. Uh twice. I think it was 80, 83 in yeah. 2012. 83 in 2012, yeah. 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 What 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 did that do for the club in general or Oh, like th- there's a, a lot of nights out where that one gets that one gets pulled <laughs> out of the bag for a bit of slagging. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is, yeah, it's used very often. <laughs> oh, and even even within the club, you know, there'd be a bit of rivalry between the Camogiers and the Hurlers that like the Camogiers are doing really well at the minute. Like we've yeah. won seven That's championships right, yeah. in a row now, but there's always that the hurlers will always be like, yeah. oh, well, we have oh. we have the big one, we have it twice, like so. There's always that bit of tag and yeah, yeah, between. It's always, you know, that I'd I'd give up, uh, or I bet you'd give all those championship medals for the one I've got, basically. <laughs> yeah, sounds, sounds about right. So, yeah. Yeah, so we really we really need to chase that big one so we can get one up on them then. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask as well the. Uh, Oh, Christina's left us, has she? She's, she had, she had enough. Jeez, it must yes, have been, that's must her We must have been really annoyed her. Um, I'll, ask, I'll ask you, we were while I'm waiting for her to come back in. Uh, oh, there she is. So hang on. We'll let her back in. It'd be nice. Hope, hopefully she gets back in here. Oh. I don't know what she, she maybe had enough. Yeah. 
they, uh, they all say that. Yeah, they all say that. You just uh, leave and then think, yeah, no, I'll just go back in again. No, yeah, I, I got these the AirPods things. And, uh, and I, I'll go, I fixed it in my ear. And, and I was like, oh, dear. Oh, yeah, no, they, they all say that. Yeah. That's, that's 20, la- 20 laps of uh, training, definitely, yeah. <laughs> I was... Uh, I was just saying, uh, Emer, do you, I was going to ask you, you know, do you, you probably do, probably don't, I suppose, since you're still chasing the big one, but do you ever just like kind of, is it going through the motions winning county at this stage or are, is like Ballycastle and them still um, your biggest rivals? Or? I will. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> 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 oh, well this year was the first year we were beating Antrim and well yeah. how many years was it Christine um, um, and that, yeah about six to seven yeah it was it was needed to be honest like the hunger's still there and you still want to do it but you kind of don't realise until you lose a match we were yeah. lucky enough our championship the format changed this year that we still had that, that wasn't us out that was just the round of the championship but mm. that kind of gave everyone like the shake they needed to kind of fuck up and oh you could definitely tell the motivation was still there and then went in the championship this year is oh, it was it was nearly like it was your first one like it was that <laughs> was still uh, the feeling was still great <laughs> what were you gonna say christine yeah sorry yeah uh, like that's like um emer has probably been involved with as many as i have i think i've been involved in maybe six of the seven championships that um we've won but um I, I maybe started on four of them but this year definitely like it just it felt like it was the first one that you'd ever won mm. uh, like I've never felt as hungry going out to play a final um, or then after like there's just there's no feeling like and I think even with the year that it had been that you, you didn't know if you were even at the start of this year if you were going to have a championship final to yeah. go out and nearly I think Everybody then after we got beat this year in the championship in the round robin, people thought, oh, well, like this lucky this, or they're on their way out. Basically, they've hit their peak, and just even to go out and prove everybody wrong and and be like, no, we're we're still knocking at the door, we're still here. <laughs> yeah, you've you've clearly um, still you've clearly still got a lot of hunger anyway. Um, your hunger's still there, and particularly I suppose Christine. F- it's been there for a while. 2016, you uh, you took some offence to a, a Neve Donnelly tackle in a match. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, you've oh, definitely you've done your work. I know these things. Don't worry, I know these things. The championship debut went well. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I, that, I don't. That was yeah. You've obviously done your work. <laughs> oh my word! No, that was. I remember that so 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 clearly. Like that was my first ever championship match, and I got. I remember, like, that whole day, I was so riled up, even, like, the week coming up to it, and, like, people asking, you know, are you excited, are you, like, are you buzzing, you know, you're starting, and I was, like, finally made this team, and I was quite young at the time, too, and um, I think it was my first year of, of uni, and um, I think, well, I've maybe only been 18, I think, at the stage, um, and, like, even that whole day, I was so tense, and actually, I think I was doing not too bad, you know, the first Five ten minutes that I was on, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and I, I think I, I got like a, a hit, and I just, I think I just played Mo, and that was that. Well, what, 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 what actually happened? What did Neve Donnelly do to provoke your? I think, I think I just got, I, I, from memory, I was <laughs> like I fell, and I think I got a slap, but like nothing, you know that. Any other match, any other day, I would have been grand. And I think I just got up and just 
played no. <laughs> um, but yeah. I remember like thinking at the time, oh, was it something a yellow? And I watched it back and I was like, nope, clear as day. <laughs> Red card all day long. <laughs> That's brilliant, yeah. No, and, I just... Like, uh... I, that, that was the first card I'd ever got. He had never had a yellow card or a red card in my life. I was, and I remember just crying though. And it was, like, it was the Lama Fair too at that time. And I remember just going to the, the Lama Fair, the big thing, you know, in Ballet okay. Castle. And I remember going down to the Lama Fair that night, just distraught that this had happened. And, and I suppose that was me. I'd made, finally made the team. And I was like, that's my chance out the window now. Like, I've, that's me three match ban, basically. Hmm. Um, I'm never going to get back in this team um, but then that was the year that um, Lockheed actually went to the replay in the Ulster final so it meant then my match ban was up um, I think I was, my last match was the uh, championship final oh, in Antrim um, so then um, I think I got on the Ulster final and then started the replay <laughs> so um, <laughs> it wasn't it was it was okay <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got, you got there in the end eventually. I was. I got. I, I made the way back on anyway. <laughs> yeah, I watched it like then uh, on the county side working with uh, was Paul McKillen and Jim McKiernan. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's um, it's brilliant. Oh. This again. Yeah, this year's been this year. I've been brilliant. And um, I suppose any other year before we've really struggled for numbers. Um, but this really? year has been like a breath of fresh air. Like I've loved playing. Mm-hmm. It's been so relaxed too. Like it's like nothing we're ever used to. Like yeah. oh, like Django comes into the change rooms and he's just like, oh, it's great. Everyone's having the crack and oh, it's great to see. Like whereas like we'd always been more used to more kind of serious setup. Whereas like everyone's so focused, so like mentally preparation all this yeah. year. And um, so it's nice to have like the difference with the county and because as well, I think with the seasons way it was split up this year that there was no club in the middle of it all like hmm. everyone like all any kind of tensions that would be there between like the clubs and Antrim you know that was all set aside and everyone was just there for the county and it was oh, it was great crack yeah do you think um do you think intermediate is kind of where Antrim are at the moment in Camogie or do you think yeah you just you want the shot against the big ones <laughs> uh yeah I think um I think intermediate definitely I suppose <clears throat> that our, our final against down it showed we've we've a lot of work to do and we're I think we need to do the same you know as what down done give it a good couple of three years everyone digging in everybody committing to the cause and but like if you look at us this time last year like I was going to trains and you were struggling for it was, there were no numbers for matches. No, hmm. you, were, you were asking anybody, you know, messages were going into club group chat, you know, yeah. can somebody come, <laughs> anybody come fill yeah. this team? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, um, so to look at where we've come from last year to this year, um, it's such a big, such a big uh, improvement. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hopefully a year, two years down the line, um, we'll be where down is. It probably doesn't help you, I suppose. You, yeah, you, you though can, it was hard you, you hearing that. Off as well, yeah. 
that was a long time. <laughs> it'd be it'd be handy if you just kept fifty that players, fifty players again. on the pitch. Yeah, that'd be very handy. Yeah, <laughs> and it's um it just keeps things interesting. Yeah, it does. Yeah, a, a name that's uh come up an awful lot is uh is Roisin McCormack's name comes up um an awful lot. Is she? <laughs> it's the fact she seems to come up for scoring like two nine and two something in every game. Is is she just very good, or did she just need to pass the ball a little bit more? Ash just needs to pass that ball a bit more. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's yeah. everyone else that makes her look good. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll make sure and tag her in this so, so she can hear. <laughs> no, Roisin, Roisin is, like, I'm just very, very glad we've got her on our team. She is first class, like, Oh, her but touch she, and everything like she just oh yeah we, we can't like, bum her up too much that head will not get no, bigger her, no. she'll not get through the doors and <laughs> <laughs> um, her in our uh, county final for a club this year like she was just unbelievable um, oh. she, she, she got the first goal and like it was just like it's exactly what we'd needed and I think maybe she got like one one three or one four I think you know really very very quickly uh, um, she was unstoppable that day. I completely, and I remember her Snapchatting me the night before of like <laughs> her eating this chippy, and I was like, "Roshin, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> eat something healthy, not a big dirty cheese <laughs> 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 and curry." It obviously worked. It worked for her pretty well. Like she, was, <laughs> well, like, you know, yeah. she <laughs> um, but no, she's and she's full of crack as well. Like she. Oh, there's nobody quite like her. Okay, I, she's someone else. <laughs> I'll take that. So yeah, uh, Eva, I suppose you're uh, you're stuck between the sticks uh, in many ways. Uh, no more than no more than myself when I used to play football years ago. Do you find that is there a particular person that you have to shout at all the time in front of you to cop on, or is it just in general you're shouting at everybody? Oh, um, you try you try and keep everyone right. But um, there's surely oh, there's a, there's surely really a laverty can... there somewhere in the back line that you can shout at uh, her. I mean, was it one of our county games this year, Christine? When you came up and you were floating around the back line somewhere, and like I was no, that was club, that was club, like, oh, club. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Christine, do this, and I was like, what, what, like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and and I, like, I, I don't remember. Know what I'm doing. <laughs> I think that was against the law. It was in the law, and I remember standing. It must. The noise getting quite close to us, and I think we were panicking a bit. And uh, um, I think they were taking maybe like a twenty-one yard free or something. And we was needed to go low. Was it me of course? She shouted at me, "Body on the line, Christine!" And I remember just looking around, me like, "I don't really want to do that." <laughs> and I'm thinking, if you let this go in by me and make me look bad, you're in for a killing. <laughs> <laughs> you uh you actually were speaking of uh goals you saved uh, a peno against uh chris or law wasn't it in 2018 or 19 i didn't mention it to yeah. the girls when they were on the other week but uh <laughs> that was a good time to mention it now isn't it <laughs> um i i meant that day there was i think our hurlers were playing you know, the championship semi-final at valley castle so there were very few that was over in lock there were very very few there Hmm. Um, that was probably one of one of my better games that I've probably ever played because <laughs> Crosser Lock had beat us the year before in the Ulster final. I'm sure you just chat about that, but um, hmm. so it, it was kind of out that day to prove a point that you know we were we were coming back to beat them. I think we were maybe like a point up or two points up, and they had got the penalty near the end of the second half, and 
oh god if there was if there was 20 people at the pitch that day there, there wasn't <laughs> yeah. any but like the penalty was saved and there was some like wee vans sitting behind the net like started blaring the horn and i was like oh well at least we have some support <laughs> yeah no, they, they didn't actually i don't think the girls mentioned it the main thing i remember from that is just been told that it's chris or law not cross or lock as i was yeah. saying, <laughs> down here in mullingar so yeah i learned my uh, we, we always would have called them cross or lock as well so we've been we've been doing it wrong too yeah that was that was my lesson for that school day for sure uh definitely we say uh, the four um <laughs> The four the four counties that got to the Premier Junior and Intermediate Finals in Camogie were all Ulster counties. Is it is it just such a, a big thing up there that you're just on the rise more and more, and people maybe see maybe are noticing as much? Yeah, it's a thing as well. Um, especially like sometimes when you come up against some of the southern teams, there would be that bit of kind of like stigma that like oh, oh yeah. the northern teams aren't going to be as strong or whatever, mm. and then you kind of feel like you have to go out and you're proving a point, and it kind of gives you that extra extra push on definitely hmm. yeah you definitely notice with some with some counties there's yeah it's not a disrespect kind of but you know like small things like this year we had to go who was it we were playing Amar? was it was um, it, we were, it was meant to be a home game um, and then it was changed to we then had to travel further for a home game and we had to go did you get to, border, go to um, did you go to Monaghan or was it further was that another game yeah yeah, no, that yeah, was one. Was. We played a lot of our games there then in the yeah. end. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we had to go down over the border um, and because basically they wouldn't come up because of COVID reasons. But yeah, it was okay for us hmm. to go down. To go down. Game kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. um, so we had that kind of too this year um, that, you know, like we're having to travel here too. And we're every, like, we deserve a home game as much as anybody. Hmm. So we, we definitely had that in the back of our minds that, you know, on a Thursday when we thought we were going to be playing at home in Randallstown, we were actually getting told, no, we have to get ready to um, go on Saturday down to Monaghan. And it's hard, especially the ones that are working um, and have a, like maybe if there's people working on a Saturday that has to get that changed and have to prepare for matches, then, you know, it's it's. Hot. So we had that kind of in our heads, and we need to go out and prove a point that you can't be treated like that, I suppose. And but so you went out yeah. and just beat the shit out of whoever is in front of you. I think those at the start, too, and um, a few of the teams maybe were gonna, they weren't gonna think because of what Antrim obviously was the year before, and mm. they weren't expecting a while at office, I think. We were definitely the underdogs coming through um, and mm-hmm. maybe surprised quite a few teams. Um, but a lot of the time that suits us as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to go in underdogs, definitely, yeah. And do you think as a as a county, you, I know down was maybe a bit of a, a blip, we'll call it, a 12-point defeat isn't quite normal for you in general. <laughs> so are you just, do you feel like you're long, long overdue the big title again or...? Well, oh, definitely. to be honest, <laughs> down was, um, they were something else um, on the day. Like, they they, they had everything right. And they, like, <clears throat> they were just, their fitness and their strength, like, yeah, you have to have it to them. Credit where credit's due. They, they, were, they were very, very good. Um, there was so a Lamberty in that team as well, totally I think, good. on the down team. You didn't. You didn't have words with her Probably. before. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> figure out where she lives or anything, or you know, 
Do you want to come uh, join us? <laughs> no, Down, Down had that much more experience. Like, we're still yeah. a very young team, mm. but mm. there was that many ones telling us that, that like that night after we lost and the next day. And like, I mean, after losing all our final, that's, that's, that doesn't help you there. Yeah. Like, you kind of, you're really all right in like a, a week yeah. or two after, but yeah. like, hear that that night, like, oh, you're still long, young, you'll be back. You're like, oh, because you couldn't really go anywhere either because of the whole COVID, you were stuck yeah. in the house. Like, oh, no one sit- mentioned anything to me. <laughs> yeah, you're like, just just leave me alone. Me and Amber were, we came up the road on the bus then after that match and the two of us were kind of like sitting and we were like, oh, we, we, we tried to get stopped and off license and we couldn't get stopped. So there was somebody who <laughs> had to drink on the bus. So we had like a couple of glasses of Prosecco and then we got to the cart you know, and we were like, forget, will we just, so we were like, right, well, WKD and Vodka here, let's try and help us a bit. And then like, you're like, getting off the bus and you just went home and I was like, that like what was the point <laughs> it was all it was a very depressing journey someone had brought the prosecco like the case mm. we had won like, yeah celebrating so we so we just like that because that was the only stuff on the bus we were like well we might as well drink it and then we got off at the correct deal and of course down were eating in the correct deal as well that night oh, and for sure. uh, their supporters were lined up either side and they kind of clapped us in and it was like oh it was it was a very awkward like couple of minutes like oh get us in and get us to the bar as soon as possible you were just waiting to break the break the prosecco bottle over their heads probably on the way in so yeah yeah you were nearly walking in with your mask like over your head or over your <laughs> eyes like yeah. staring at the ground yeah <laughs> and have you uh i suppose you've had a we won't talk about the bad nights what's the the good nights been in the pound or the glen or wherever else oh well it, it's the pound the night of the, it starts off you go to the club and then you come okay. up the road to the pound and then mcallister's will be the next day that's the kind of like the monday the monday mm-hmm. spot <laughs> right have you have you um, a particular oh, celebration any, night any night, remember, any night in the pound is just Hmm? Yeah, have you a particular celebration night that sticks out? Uh, you have enough of them now, in fairness. You've seven, seven in a row titles. We, <laughs> we, we do this. There's a North Antrim fish every year as well, yeah. um, usually. And that's kind of like your big, that's usually head around like June, July time. So it's last kind of night before you really knuckle down for the championship. And okay. every year that comes around and that's always a great night in the phone. It's like, always <laughs> all a very, very messy night too. Yeah, yeah everyone's um, kind of having their last go out. Um, I remember last year, um, last year's championship, I think Camogie, the senior Camogiers had won on the Saturday and then the minor hurlers had won on the Sunday and the Division 2 Camogiers, they had lost oh, yeah. the Ulster semi-final on the Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. I think everyone kind of went out that night because the seniors kind of, well, Christy, I don't know if we say you just kind of took it easy the Saturday night, but you, you <laughs> went for round two on the yeah, Sunday. Right. Anyway. <laughs> I owe my word. Like, I remember um, we, obviously the seniors, we all went out then after our match and it, like, it it was it was weird because you didn't a lot of our D2s were obviously on our senior panel so it was really only your kind of starting 15 then that went out um so I mean like <laughs> it was an absolute mess then <laughs> trying to get up that next morning for the match I to obviously drive down to was it Armagh or Nuri it was our it was Armagh uh, yeah yeah Armagh <laughs> trying to drive down to Armagh like I I remember jumping in the shower maybe about 10 minutes before going out, jumping into the car with my hair still wrapped in the towel, about five bottles of WKD with me to try and get get, get me over. And I slept the whole way down. Um, um, it just made me worse. 
Um, and then got out at the match, like, had a, I think I walked over to the wee shop, like, had a Mars bar and I look at the end and I was like, I can't watch this match, like, I'm going to be sick. And then I remember coming onto the pitch and obviously after to try and, like, steady humour and all, you know, like, hard luck and all, and I was just like, I'm really just not, <laughs> not well in the year And then, even on the way to the Polyglass, like, then we all went, we'd always go to the Polyglass after any matches like that. So we obviously waited then until the D2s had finished their team instead of going after our, our senior match. And then, uh, so we were getting a lift to the Polyglass then, and then I had to stop mid mid road <laughs> on route to pull the car over and be sick. <laughs> I mind you sitting in the toilet glass so, that evening yeah, with the head, hands, the head in your hands, and I, you were like, "I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it," and I was like, "Well, I'm going out to drown my sorrows tonight. Like, so if you're any kind of a friend, you'll be coming to to help me. So pull yourself together, woman." <laughs> that's a that's a dedicated goal. Two hours later, yeah. I was on top of the. <laughs> <laughs> about two hours later, I was on top of the. Oh, but the sofa's oh, in the pound. In the pound, so it was all right. <laughs> Jeez, that, sound, that sounds like a cracking. Uh, a couple of WK or That sounds like a cracking weekend. A anyway. WK, you, you, yeah. yeah, you certainly made the most of that weekend, anyway, by the sound of it. So. Uh, you have if, your uh, eyes and your nose. So. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, if uh, I suppose talking of yeah, like clubs and going out, there's usually uh, a bit of a bit of war afterwards. But for the two of you, who would be most likely to break the hurl across somebody else? Now I know Christine has history of red cards. I was good. With the red cards, you've seen singular, her red singular red cards. We'll say. Uh, is there any of either of you more, more likely to break a hurl off the other one? Oh, definitely, Christine. I'm 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 the one that's going around trying to gather everyone up. But I... <laughs> okay, so we've established Christine's name here. It's not. So going if you got, if... so you'll you'll, you'll, you'll usually find me. In... Night, <laughs> you'll usually find me and Christine at the bar singing. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, I'll take that instead. Yeah, that's good one, yeah. The uh, the last the last question I've I've asked uh, I've asked everybody, and then there's like a quick fire round. I'll try on on the two of you if you if you have time to have a go with it. So uh, the big question is the last one's always a huge question, and uh, I actually found someone who can answer this with a better answer last night. Emer, have you ever won anything in the club lotto? No, the only thing I've ever won, there's this Glenbush fun day. And I'm, I'm, I'm very unlucky, I never won anything. Okay. And the only thing I've ever won, I think I got like third prize in the Glenbush fun day one year and I won a sheep. And that has been about Brilliant. it. That has been about my winning career. Okay, that's that's up there with my favourite story. That's that's good. Christine, Christine, what about you? Oh, Christine's gone again. She really oh, she's does, away again. She really doesn't that's, like that's us. That's her yeah. way that's her way of escaping by saying she doesn't do the club low. <laughs> okay, we'll ask her when she comes back on it. If she comes back on and see what she says. So, uh, that's so funny. Yeah, um, yeah. Your third oh. place, third place win the sheep is pretty good. Yeah, I uh, I had my first winner last night actually. Oh, here she comes again. We'll ask her if she we we'll ask her oh. if she plays. Well, no. Ball. Dad, that would be the treasure in the club as well. So they're always doing the, the lotto when you okay. maybe get pulled so in a week to <laughs> that's not your way of escaping. And yeah. you maybe get pulled in to take out the to lift out the numbers or whatever. And I think I've got two of my numbers a few times, but I never I never get the three. <laughs> okay. A sheep I think is just as good though. So uh Christine. Ah, what, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what about you, Christine? Um Never won anything in the lotto, but I do remember winning, and I think it maybe was the club, um, we would do the 
first prize is you win all Ireland um, tickets, and then the second prize. So first prize you get to pick either hurling or football, and then the second prize is the obviously the other ticket. And then yeah. it's like two nights in Coke Park Hotel. So I remember, um, I think I came second. I was only like P six or P seven at the time, um, and I came se- so I won the second prize. So obviously in Lucky, the first tickets are gonna it's gonna be the hurling that goes. Yeah. So you're left with the Gaelic. <laughs> So um, I never really thought much of it, but we never actually went to the Gaelic match. And then I, I remember asking maybe like two, three years down the line, like what had happened? Because then my mommy and daddy, they took me and my brother. Um, then so they, I think they took the overnight stay and then just took us along um, because we were only kids at the time. Um, and then I remember asking a couple of years down the line, like whatever happened, those tickets, we definitely won tickets to that. And so they were all, they were sold. Somebody on the street, <laughs> um, and I think we like, I think we went to Dublin Zoo or something that day instead. Brilliant. So, you've, uh, Emer, Emer, your question has been answered here. It sounds like she does play the club lotto. So, I, I think she's just saying that to, to yeah. escape. Okay, yeah. No, we just had a quick chat while you were gone there, Christine, about whether you whether you play or not. Emer was wondering if you played. So, uh, yeah, no, the, uh, I, I did. you do, you do by the sounds of it. Yeah, we'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one I had, um, I had uh, Zach Moradi, the Leitrim hurler, on um, the other night, and he won four and a half grand in the Thomas Davis Lotto in Tala. He's the first winner I've ever found, which uh, I'm pretty impressed. The highlights, though, definitely in second place is a sheep. So I will. I, was going to say, I don't think my sheep sold for that amount, though. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a good enough prize. It's a prize with a difference, we'll call it. So, um, uh, yes. yeah, if, uh, if the two of you are happy um, enough. Um, girl... Yeah, go on, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, there's a girl, um, Runa McIntyre. She always seems to be brave and lucky on those club lotos, too. She seems to have won a good few times on it. Uh, she's she must be putting in with the right people there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she's the chief of the lot, right? We'll write that down. She's the chief. <laughs> Deadly. Um, Imran, uh, I'll start with you first. So these are just uh, quick fire questions. Now I say quick fire. A lot of people have had to go. Uh, I'm not sure. Can I pass on that one? Because uh, <laughs> some of them need a bit more thinking than others. Um, because the podcast is called uh, the Loaf of Bread after um Paddy O'Shea's famous speech to my county Westmead down here in 2004 this one on the team of bread this round is called cutting off the crust because you're a little shit who won't eat them for your mother so i think it's a very <laughs> very easy and apt absolute to remember so uh uh yeah. Emer, your first one then is what's your favorite ground you've ever played on oh it would have to be father Haley Lockhill. <clears throat> love it uh least favorite ground least favorite <clears throat> Oh, I don't know about the least few. I think the worst I've ever played on, we went to the Fila in Galway in, what was it, 2011 maybe? And I remember there was like mm-hmm. torrential rain down there and we had landed on the Saturday to Sarsfield's pitch okay. and they were draining it with bins. The water was just right. lying ever. It was, and we we were wearing these like white socks, and they were just they were just down around your ankles. They were completely black. Everything like, was thrown out in the end after you came up the road after Fila. Um, I think that was probably the worst pitch we've ever played on. Okay, I'll take that one. So yeah, uh, what's your favorite holiday? Favorite travel place that you've been to? Oh, uh, New York. New York, cool. Um, yeah. Would you be short puck out or drive it long? Oh, get it as far away from me as possible. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the first goalkeeper on, and I kind of assume that you might say that, yeah. Um, as a as a supporter, would you prefer the, the tea and ham sandwiches from the car or the pub? Um, 
Oh. Oh, I think I think we could go for the pub. <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah. Um, you have a choice of one here from the famous GA choice of hats, flags, scarves, or headbands. You can pick one. Oh, the, the flags look the best when you hold them up in the photos at the end of the match. So we'll go for the flags. <laughs> okay, that's the first. I think you're the first person to pick flags. Um, you are you more of a Marty Morrissey or Des Cahill fan? Oh, Des. Yes. Okay. Uh, who is yep. your f- favorite? favorite pundit on any tv show male or female favorite pundit uh, i like listening to anthony really i think he's great okay take that um if you could swap your county manager in the morning then you need a choice of angela and Anne downey from kilkenny or brian cody from kilkenny which would you pick oh i'm gonna go for angela and Anne. okay take that uh what's <laughs> the fun- funniest or strangest thing that's ever been shouted at you from the sideline I've had some interesting ones of these, believe me. We, I, I would never get an awful lot um, shown at messing people maybe be a bit fragile there in it. Um, <laughs> but I think every time before I go out for a match or like or if I'm on the phone or that with dad, he'll always be like, make sure and keep them out, make sure and keep them out. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll try. <laughs> yeah, okay, sounds good. Uh, if there was a GAA transfer market in the morning and you could swap one player on your club team for anybody in the country, which full forward would you get to replace Christine Leverty? <clears throat> sure, sure, full, sure, full forward's an easy position to fill. Sure. It's not that you're standing there. <laughs> um, no, you can replace, uh, you can replace anybody. You don't have to replace Christine. <laughs> she'll be sent off anyway. It's fine. Um, so. Oh, yeah. Like, she'll, she'll, be, she'll be in the sideline anyway. Yeah. Um, I'll go Neve Mal. Okay, good choice, yeah. Uh, as much as that's hard to after, yeah. the, after the All-Iron final, but we'll... <laughs> you go for it anyway. Uh, the best yeah. hur- best hurl maker, your favourite hurl maker. <clears throat> oh, um, I like Martin Hurls up in Randallstown. Okay. Uh, studs or moles? Studs. Uh, sweeper or no mm. sweeper? Or how many sweepers do you need? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it depends whenever I'm looking to get a puck out I, I like to have someone up there that I can hit to like, if we're playing yeah. sweeper there's no one in the forward line to take it um, okay no I go no no sweeper no sweeper uh your favorite sport outside of the GAA um that's a tough one drinking go tennis drinking doesn't count yeah. okay tennis yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and your last question Emer, then you're off the hook the best ga player in your opinion in your lifetime oh um tommy walsh i go walsh. with tommy okay. walsh now now if the family hear that they'll be all like you should have said liam watson you should have said liam watson <laughs> you'll be you'll be locked out of the house for saying tommy walsh say, oh so. yeah I'll, I'll, be, I'll be put out of the forest brilliant uh christine same questions for you you had the advantage because uh Emer was the guinea pig so christine your, <laughs> your favorite ground i would also have to say father Haley. Okay. Uh, your no least... home. <laughs> yeah, that's funny actually you say that because I've had a couple of people who've picked their own ground as the worst ground. So what's your least favourite ground? Um probably have to be Arma Athletic Grounds. We went a couple of years before um our Ulster final and a couple a couple of the Ulster finals that we've been there and it's basically been like playing on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a deep deep end deep end shallow end type job? Um, no, it's just more sand, sand, sand grass. Sometimes. <laughs> sounds, sounds about right. Uh, your favorite holiday destination? I'd have to go in New York as well. 
short, short puck out or drive it long? Drive it long. Mm, drive Get it, it down to me. Okay. <laughs> Get it down to here. The magic maker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as a supporter, are you the tea and ham sandwiches or the pre-match pub? Um, and the pub Weimer. Okay. I should have changed that question. How how many pubs? I should have asked. Really, shouldn't I? Um, hats, flags, scarves, or headbands? Um, I'd be fond of a headband. Okay. Uh, that that is. You know, I don't think it's a first, but nobody has chosen like really flags or headbands. Uh, Marty, <laughs> Marty Morrissey or Des? Marty. Marty. Uh, favorite pundit, male or female? Any sports show? Um, Eddie Brennan. Oh, okay. Uh, you can change change the two boys uh, in charge of uh, Antrim and replace them with the Downey sisters or Brian Cody. Brian Cody. Hmm. I feel you're just picking the opposite answer team, or just to kind of annoy her. Uh, she's just to, just to be thrown. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, what's the funniest or strangest thing that's ever been shouted at you from the sideline? Um, one of our coaches um must have been a good two three years ago shouted at me and my name then uh, I got a name from it as well and um, I was told I was standing there mitching all day long and I got called Mitcher for <laughs> the rest of the season and if he sees me he still calls me that <laughs> that's a good one. I like that one yeah um, <laughs> if there was a GA transfer market in the morning who would you replace Emer with. <clears throat> oh she's very very <laughs> keenly looking at the camera here now it doesn't have to be Emer. you can replace anybody on the team you uh, place... I, no I, I couldn't replace Emer. Um, i'd get chloe green and the no he'd love a big lucky shirt on her <laughs> okay fair enough uh, i thought you might i thought you might replace roshi and just get rid of her since she's no good apparently so <laughs> Um, oh, you, you couldn't listen to her on the sideline. <laughs> Fair enough. No. Um, if there was a, oh, sorry, who's the best hurl maker that you prefer? Um, Brian Walsh. Okay. Uh, studs, studs or molds? Molds. Molds. Uh, sweeper or no sweeper? Um, no sweeper. Sweeper. Uh, favorite <laughs> favorite sport? Depends. Yeah, go on. Depends. Sorry. Yeah, go on ahead. Uh, I suppose it just depends, but no sweeper down with us. If we were, um, but I prefer sweeper, you know, with our backs. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I'll take that. Yep. Yeah. Um, your favorite sport outside of the GA? Um, oh, I wouldn't really, to be fair, watch a while of other sports. Um, but I started there watching a bit of, well, it's not on anymore, NFL. Oh, um, yeah. And I was trying to, you know, learn about it. Um, Join the club, so but, was I. You know, it, <laughs> <laughs> have you got a team you're following then um no not really i was kind of just trying to learn <laughs> <laughs> learn okay. what the actual sport it, like, is but <laughs> okay <fair enough>. um, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll take that yeah that's fine yeah and uh in your in your lifetime who's been the best ga player see when um, you get kicked out of the parish as well for your answer <laughs> Henry oh, Henny. God, the two of you are going to be kicked out of that parish very quickly. Oh, uh, I know. Good, good choice. I can't argue with in fairness. So, uh, guys, look, it's been uh, it's been cracking having you on. You're uh, you're some crack, and uh, 
do your club <laughs> proud, doing your club proud, and I hope uh, when the season eventually gets back that uh, get see a few games and go to a few games, and I uh, just want to wish you the best of luck for everything that's coming ahead, and uh, Emer, best of luck in goals, and Christine, best of luck with the suspensions, and um, I hope uh, <laughs> no, I uh, I hope you get on great, and uh, thanks so much for coming on, and um, I'll talk to you guys again soon. I'll let you know when this is going up. It'll be a few weeks because I've done all my interviews the last two weeks with midterm and teaching from home, so um. It'll be a little while, but uh, I'll give you a shout when it's going up. And if you can share it around on social media, all the better. That'll be great. So, but uh, yeah, guys, you, you're stars. Thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks very much. Yeah, uh, not at all. Yeah. yeah, I'll talk to you again soon. Right. Best luck. Yeah. Okay. Take it easy. Good luck. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. Bye bye. Coming up next week on the Loaf of Bread GA podcast, we cut into our next slice. No, should we went over that? Um... We won't say names of places or anything, but we yeah. went over that either anyway, and um, we got this lovely, lovely, lovely hotel um, that we thought we were staying in, of course, and when we arrived there, it was like, I don't know what it was like. I don't know. Avin, can you remember? <laughs> um, yeah, well, it certainly wasn't a high-quality um, accommodation anyway, but we did manage to beat London that year, so I suppose we... Yeah. Uh, take that as a win. Yeah. <laughs> On Slice 18 next week, I have the pleasure of welcoming three members of the Carlow Ladies football team. Sports Dad's Team of the Year 2020 star Cleaner Nishay, Carlow Ladies Captain 2021 Avian Gilmartin, and the 2019 Team of the Year Division 4 star and Carlow legend Idel Hayden. We chat everything from the trips to London and unexpected accommodation, the loss of the Kathleen and Fran Mullins from the county board after 40 years, my terrible pronunciations of the places in Carlow, the club rivalries between the clubs, and how Avian's Twitter push for Cleanest Team of the Year award went. These ladies are incredible representatives of their club and their county. But until next week, I'll leave you with this quote from the Irish actor Joe Lynch. I love Cork so much that if I caught one of their hurlers in bed with my missus, I'd tiptoe downstairs and make him a cup of tea. Until next week, Slonagy. <laughs>